ignition sequence start. Three, two, one. Lock and load. It's time for the gun rack with your hosts, Joey and Drew. Hello and welcome to the gun rack, Sonoran Desert Institute School of Firearms Technology's official podcast. I'm Drew Poplin here with you today. Um, this is going to be a bit of a quick episode a bit of a quick hitter to be honest fully intended on doing the king's mountain episode this week uh or at least the part two of it tuesday night me and my wife got a call uh and we had a family emergency and so that's been hectic uh we just got back from um where we went to visit at the hospital this week news is the person in question is doing much better Honestly, it's pretty miraculous that they recovered so quickly. So, yeah, obviously that kind of occupied uh, a lot of my time and thoughts and everything this week. So this week, what we're doing is we're going to go over an article from guns.com. This one was posted July 12th of this year at five in the morning. So Props to our author here for posting that uh, that early in the morning. Early bird gets the worm, I suppose. But before we jump into that, let me talk real quick about SDI. Sonoran Desert Institute, otherwise known as SDI, is an online school that helps students learn the skills and techniques they'll need to be successful in the firearms and the unmanned technology industries. If you're wondering what unmanned technology industries is, you know, think drones. Um, SDI is accredited by the Distance Education Accrediting Commission, the DEAC. Currently, I want to stress currently, we offer two programs in firearms technology, the Associate of Science of Firearms Technology and the Certificate in Firearms Technology Gunsmithing. So if that interests you, if you want to learn more, go to our website at www.sdi.edu and you can find all sorts of information information about our course offerings, tuition assistance, financial aid. You can also hear from graduates themselves from their own words about how they went to SDI and you know what they're doing now and how they enjoyed it. So uh, yeah, definitely check out our website. Again, that is www.sdi.edu. So as I said, quick hitter. So let's go jump right into it. The title of the article is Let There Be Light, Pros and Cons of Weapon-Mounted Lights. And this was by Leah Roberts. Um, looking it up, it seems like this is her first article for Guns.com. So one, congratulations on your first article, Leah. And yeah, let's get into it. So basically what she did was on Guns.com's Instagram, I believe, she posted a poll on their story asking, do you carry a light on your gun? And she was a bit surprised by some of the results. 31% of people that responded said yes, while 69% of the people that responded said no. I think they also posted it on Twitter. And the results were even more stark, I should say. It was 76.4% no, 
4.6% yes. So overwhelmingly, it seems like the majority of the people that responded said no. And what a lot of people said was, um, you know, some of the reasons were uh, fear of giving away your location, um, holster availability, price, you know, stuff like that. Then she kind of goes into what her experience is, you know, a bit of a disclaimer. So she doesn't have a weapon mounted light on her carry gun. She says she doesn't have one for it yet. She does carry a small cloud defensive admin light along with some medical supplies and a knife with her when she conceals. But she says that both of her rifles, she has weapon mounted lights on those. And then on some of her larger frame handguns for home defense, which I think, you know, definitely makes sense, especially for the home defense portion. She also states that she has no prior military or law enforcement experience. Quote, I do not consider myself an expert. I am simply a gun owner with good intentions, a growing skill set, and opinions that may or may not be right. She'd fit uh, right along with us here on the gun rack. So then what she does, she lists the cons that people have mentioned and then some of the pros. So she starts with the cons. Uh, The first one is... The added bulk and weight of it, it makes sense. You're got, if you add a light onto it, it's going to take up more space. It's going to weigh a little bit more. She says, despite innovations in design, the fact remains adding a WML or weapon mounted light to your concealed carry gun is going to increase the weight and bulk. And I do think uh, she doesn't expressly mention it in the title, but I think it's pretty obvious from you know what she's talking about that. Uh, these pros and cons mainly have to do with adding a weapon-mounted light to your concealed carry. It points out that uh, carrying concealed, quote, isn't exactly the most comfortable endeavor. And while innovations in holster design and concealed carry aids have greatly improved the experience, I personally still struggle with achieving a high level of comfort. So definitely approaching this from an aspect, you know, from a lens of concealment and uh, comfortability. Speaking of that, the second con is holster accommodations and the cost of the light. And a lot of people said, you know, that it just was outside their budget, which is, you know, you can't really, you know, as she says, you can't really argue with that. Your budget is your budget. But she does end up arguing that um, she's a big advocate for investing in training and equipment. Uh, You know, after all, owning a concealed carry gun is an investment particularly, you know, you're going to be spending your money on training and probably these amount of equipment. So she's a big advocate for that. The next con is, has it in quotations, I have to point my gun at something to use the flashlight. And that's probably the one that, before I read the article, that was the one that jumped out to me the most. She agrees. Yeah, that makes sense. But adds that just because you have a weapon-mounted light doesn't mean that you can't also carry a handheld light for situations where it's more appropriate. And then finally, the last con is, quote, the bad guy knows where I am. And this one, basically, she ends up arguing that, sure, yes, if you're in that situation, be an issue, but chances are that this is not the scenario you're going to find yourself in as a civilian. She says, quote, if your home is being invaded or you're attacked while carrying concealed, you're already the target. In these scenarios, good training and a weapon-mounted light is your friend. We'll dig into the why with the pros of weapon-mounted lights. So, yeah, let's go into it. Positively identifying your target. That is 
absolutely crucial. Free support hand, basically just increasing your dexterity. The third and final pro that she lists is she said she tiles that let there be light. Basically, the idea of it is using the weapon mounted lights for disorientation. So, what are my thoughts on this? Well, going back to the some of the cons, talks about the added bulk and weight. And she approached it from that lens of concealment and comfortability. And you know, can't argue with that. It it's gonna add more weight, it's gonna make your gun bigger, making it a little bit more difficult to conceal and um probably not as comfortable to wear as if you didn't have it. One thing that wasn't addressed and and this is as much of a question as it is I mean pointing something out. So this is basically me asking you guys this. Does having a weapon-mounted light, having that extra weight, particularly right there at the front end of your gun, how does that affect recoil management? And now that I really think of it, I suppose those effects could be overcome by training, assuming that you have trained extensively with your concealed carry firearm, which you probably should be doing. But, you know, it was just an aspect of it that wasn't really addressed. And, you know, I didn't know if that would be a factor or not. And that takes us to the second con, which is holster accommodations, cost of light. Don't have much to say on this one. I tend to agree. I think most people know when they are purchasing their concealed carry firearm that you have to take into account more than just the cost of the firearm itself. You have to think about ammo. You have to think about what holster you're going to get. What If you want any accessories, do you want what kind of optics do you want on it? And, you know, sort of the more stuff you add, probably more expensive your holster is going to be because it needs to be able to accommodate all those accessories. And the third third and fourth one I kind of put in a similar category because they're related. It's the um, have to point my gun at something to use the flashlight and the bad guy knows where I'm at. I, I agree with her on the uh, pointing a gun to see something to use that as a flashlight. It's probably wise to have a flashlight with you anyway especially in a home defense situation. I mean, ultimately, I'm less sure how I feel in terms of having a weapon-mounted lights on my concealed carry, but yeah, I'm I'm very pro WML for home defense. It makes a lot of sense to have it. Those last cons don't necessarily concern me a whole lot. And then as far as the pros that were listed, totally great positive positively in identify your target incredibly important you do not want anything tragic happening especially in a high tense situation like that the free support hand increased dexterity is always a good thing i will say if you have you know one of those small flashlights as far as you know opening doors and stuff you know like that's not going to be an issue i think the issue you're going to run into is if you're not using a weapon mounted light is when it comes to like reloading and finally, disorienting for the attacker. Absolutely. We were at the hotel last night and my wife turned on the lamp and I was not prepared for it. And, um, <laughs> you know, when something like that happens, when you go into a big light adjustment and you start seeing like different colors and like you know, sort of squiggly lines, it's, it's wild stuff. You feel like you're tripping. And anyone that was in middle school and had a laser pointed at their eye knows that uh, our eyes are sensitive, particularly to light. So as again, as far as uh, using it for concealed carry, 
Uh, I could go either way on it. If you're carrying at night and you're playing on walking around at night, yeah, then maybe. But I feel like in most situations, maybe it's not necessary to have it on your concealed carry. But uh, definitely for home defense, yeah, like I think that having one on your home defense firearm would be extremely beneficial because you're not having to worry about putting it in a concealed carry holster. You're not having to worry about printing. But yeah, this, yeah, I read it while I was at the hospital. I found it interesting. And mainly I found it interesting because I wondered what our gun rack mafia would think and what their preferences. So please let me know. Uh, I would love to be able to see your reasons why you do or why you don't. Let's try to keep it to strictly concealed carry. Do you have it on your concealed carry firearm or not? And why? I'd love to know that. Maybe we can share some of the answers uh, next episode. Speaking of the next episode, I'm not sure if we're going to be doing uh, the next part of the Southern Battles of the American Revolution series next week or not. So, uh, hey, you know, I guess you'll just have to wait to tune in and see for yourself. Um, yeah, crazy week, crazy week. Thank you for bearing with me. Um, I don't know if... Again, Joey and I don't like bringing politics or religion onto this podcast, but um, yeah, any uh, any good vibes, prayers, or well wishes would be appreciated for the family. Certainly not obligated to, but um, and things are looking much better. So um, anyway, in a crazy week, but that has been this episode of the Gun Rack. So in light of everything that's gone on in my life this week, I do want to encourage you, Gunrack Mafia, to have fun, but also to be safe. And yeah, because we'd love to see you at the range next week. So, so long. Sonoran Desert Institute is an online school accredited by the DEAC. It is headquartered at 1555 West University Drive in Tempe, Arizona. For more information about how you can craft your firearms future, visit sdi.edu.